0: of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain.
1: Well, so yesterday we talked about the challenges of being the badass salesperson and some of the problems that it brings and i promised you that today's podcast i was going to talk about the guy who blew the sale on (laughs) jokingly a 55 million dollar transaction just by trying to be a badass salesperson i'm going to explain that on today's project distinct but critically and importantly it's how we often screw up sales by trying to sell and I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it really is the case in today's marketplace. How do you mess up sales because you're trying so hard to sell? That's the topic of today's Project Distinct, brought to you by the Ultimate Business Summit. If you want to grow your sales by 10%, your productivity 10%, how about your profitability 10%? You need to be with us in Las Vegas for the Ultimate Business Summit. It will be the Business Summit of the year. It will sell out, but we got a special deal for listeners at Project Distinct. Go to ultimatebusinesssummit.com. Enter the coupon code SCOTT when you register. Saves you a 100 bucks. It's under $500 to attend the Ultimate Business Summit. Once again, go to ultimatebusinesssummit.com. Okay, so my wife and I have kind of been talking about and jokingly saying, we just ought to move to Hawaii. So we've been back and forth on that. We live in Las Vegas, in case you don't know. We love living in Las Vegas, but we joked about when summer comes. Oh my gosh, it gets so hot here! And what if we live? And, and I had a speech a while back. And we were both in Hawaii, and we were talking about how wonderful it would be to live there. I'm not saying that we're going to do it. It's just one of those things, you know. In the in the course of conversation that couples kind of talk about, and you think about so. I saw this beautiful place in Hawaii. It was in our budget, and I sent it to her. And so she got looking on Trulia and on Zillow, those websites, and she sent me a house that she liked. It was $55 million. Obviously, she is joking about us acquiring a house like that. But by mistake, when she sent it to me, she also indicated that she wanted realtor contact. So, I get this this, this text, this message. Uh, Hi, Scott. Alex here from Trulia. Got your note about, and then he has the address. What time are you free to talk? Anytime after 9 a.m. works for me. He sent this at five minutes until 9 a.m. Now, this is a $55 million house, and she sent me the joke at eight fifty-two. By 8.54, he's sending me a text saying he's available anytime uh, after the next five minutes. I'll be, get this, two hours later, he calls. Then he sends a text, and I was in a meeting. I didn't have a chance to respond. He sends another text. He left the phone message, sends another text. Hi, Scott, just tried giving you a call. Could we connect at 10.30 a.m. to discuss the address? So now he's trying to get me on the phone again. So I write back, and I say, Alex, sincere thanks for your follow-up and my apologies. My wife and I have been discussing Hawaii properties, and as I'm on the road and she's at home, we sent the message to you in error. While we are amazed by this beautiful home, it is significantly out of our price range. Thanks again. Now, I got the response that I was kind of expecting. Alex writes back, no worries. Are you interested in properties in the area? We can help you with any property that's listed as well as your overall search. So I respond, give me a few days. I'll get back home, and I'll see when my wife is serious about this. I'm an authored professional speaker and can live by anywhere, so it is interesting. I look forward to continuing the conversation. Then he responds, perfect. Can I give you a call Thursday to check up at 12.30 p.m.? <laughs> Which I said, give me a few days. He was giving me a day. I write back. Let me talk to her, then I will text you later to set up a time. So then he says, sounds good, look forward to talking. All right, you know, it's a little pushy, but but we're okay. I mean, you know, the fact that it was a $55 million home, that $11 million down payment and $300,000 monthly payment was a little out of my price range. Ah. But here's the thing. Monday, he texted me twice. Then he sent me a text at 8.13 p.m. Just want to make sure you got my texts. Then the next morning, again, on Tuesday, he called. And then he sent me this email message on Tuesday. Hi, Scott. Wondering if you want to go see the $55 million house in person. Are you free now for a phone call to talk about getting something set up? I just responded, no. He said, understood. How about if I call you at 12.30 p.m.? I said, no. What part of my previous text did you not get? I told you I'd text you after talking to my wife when she got back home, and I'm not interested in that property. Understood. Reach out whenever you get a chance. I'm here till 8 p.m. Now, look. Was this grossly unfair or awful? Of course not. Yet, the fact of the matter is, is whether you're looking at a $55 million home, or a $500,000 home, nobody wants to be pushed. When I talked yesterday about the challenge in that type of badass salesperson approach, I always hear somebody say, well, I'm going to hit them hard because it's a numbers game. And it begs the question, as I ask in my book, Iconic, is there a relationship between the number of outbound calls or emails or texts and sales? And here's what I wrote. When you're sending out thousands of messages, you get the metric on how many opens and clicks and responses that your missives have received. You may naturally assume that if you send out thousands more, you'll hit on more companies or people who need what you're selling. But you're only seeing one side of the equation. Imagine for a moment you've created the first antiviral drug that cures the flu. You inject people who have come down with the flu. To your amazement and gratification, for every thousand people to whom you give this shot, 400 are completely cured of the flu. You're really on to something, aren't you? Well, perhaps. But you first need to know if the drug's causing any unintended side effects. What if 400 are cured from the flu, but you're simultaneously killing 500 from heart attacks? Would you still administer it? Professional spammers know the metrics on clicks and responses. Here's what they don't know. How many prospects are so turned off that, that they don't give you another chance? Do you really want that many upset prospects? Look, it's easy to hit send. It's easy to fog your sales pitch to tens of thousands and then just see who clicks. Unfortunately, it's just as easy to ignore the collateral damage that you're causing because it's usually less obvious and often not immediately painful. In situations like this, prospects go so far as to become a reverse referral. There are people who go out of their way, in person and on social media, to strongly recommend that people not do business with you. How many sales will the path of least resistance cost you over the long haul? You know, the first time I posted my disapproval of these types of messages on LinkedIn, I received a response berating me for my attitude. If you're so smart, the responder's message implied, how would you do it? Well, the message just so happened to be from a sales professional in a city where I'd lived several years ago. He worked at a car dealership there where I'd purchased multiple automobiles when I lived there. Turns out I also knew a relative of his. The salesman had no idea. He just alienated a person who'd spent tens of thousands of dollars with his employer, and he was probably going to hear about it from his family, too. <laughs> you can almost hear the song, It's a Small World After All, playing in the background, can't you? All I would have taken was just a couple of moments to enter my name into the dealership database just to be certain he wasn't about to offend a customer. It seems as though when it comes to hitting the send button on texts and posts and tweets, we have a new mantra. Fire. Ready. Aim. Some want to immediately send a text or put in their two cents to get their point across, perhaps even troll the person whose views are in opposition without considering the bigger picture of how this makes one appear. I'm not just talking about those idiots with keyboard courage who cowardly hide behind anonymous avatars and rip everything to shreds. I'm talking to marketers who do this kind of thing without thinking of the consequences and then are somehow offended when somebody calls them out over their errors. Hey, look, let others make those mistakes. Don't be that gal or that guy or that organization. When it comes to sales and communication with customers, your goal is to create distinction. Your goal is to be iconic. Well, that's all for today's Project Distinct. This is Scott McCain. Thanks for subscribing and sharing and listening. As always, I appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow with another new edition of Project Distinct.
0: And make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.